Sup, bro. Sup, bro. How's it going? Going como, good. Como estas? As good. our native folk would say to us if we good. were growing up in the 1800s. Heck. Como estas? Good. Que bueno. Esto, compañeros y compañeras, es... What is this again? Uh, what podcast are we on? Okay. What iteration? Oh, Películas with the Bros. Yes. That's why I was going in Spanish with them. Películas with the Bros. <laughs> My name is Adrian. My name is Ivan. We are brothers. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to, to brotherhood. To us. <laughs> to Enjoy us. us. Delicious us. Okay. Um, and this show... Películas with the Bros is a show about movies, TV, things that we love, mainly movies, or like, or watched. And every week we talk about a different movie, and at the end of the podcast we talk about a bunch of things we've been watching recently, and music we've been listening to, and stuff like that. And this week, we have the extreme pleasure of discussing the newest film in this DC branded universe. Mm-hmm. Ivan, what movie is that? Joker. And who is it directed by? Todd Phillips. And who is it starring? Joaquin Phoenix. Me and Ivan went to see this movie on Sunday night in the IMAX theater, Mission Valley, San Diego, California. Uh, crowded Crowded theater. It was yeah. jam-packed. People wanted to see this movie. This movie made a lot of money over the weekend. More money than a lot of people expected. Good. Causing a lot of, air quotes, controversy. That's horrible. Not that. Not because of the movie, just the fake controversy people are trying to make out of it. Um, and it was a movie. And we saw this movie. And we'll discuss a bunch of different things. But first, let's get into what really matters. Let's get into the movie. And let me preface that by saying a lot of people have been talking about this movie. Not even the movie. They've been talking about the ideas of the movie and what the ideas will do to the public. And that's what I really hate about this. I don't want to give it too much light because I want to be the podcast, the show, the people that do it differently and say, you know what? Let's take this in as a movie, as a single entity and not um, the news around it. Yeah. And we'll talk about the news around it, but that won't be the main part of this show. What do you think about that? What? <laughs> what do you think about that idea of not doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Version? Sure. And let's talk about it. then. So Joker. How long have we been waiting for this, Ivan? I mean, a year. I never knew. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Technically, just a year. When it was announced, I guess. This, mo- this movie was made quick, huh? Yeah, it was. I feel like we heard about it, and then it's made. I never knew I wanted it. It's <laughs> weird. Like, when I heard it, when I heard it was being made, I was like, really, DC? You're doing Joker? Without, like, a good Batman movie first. Ah, okay. But then more, like, trailers came out, images, and then awards and all that. I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. I think a year 
So two years ago, I don't think Joaquin Phoenix was selected as Joker, and Todd Phillips wasn't selected as the director of the movie. And there was a bunch of rumblies of like who's going to be the next Joker and what's going to happen. And there's talk that Jared Leto's going to reprise the role, and everyone's like, oh, we sort of do, we sort of don't want him. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Nope, Todd Phillips is making this, and Joaquin Phoenix is Joker. It's a weird combo. Like, I don't know. Like, DC's, I don't know how DC executives' minds work. Because on paper, that doesn't really sound good. Like, because they just, of what? well, they just came off of uh, Justice League, and that was kind of weird. And then they announced, like, Joker Origin, which is in itself, like, we don't even have, like, a lot of good superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting a villain movie first. Yeah. And then they announced Todd Phillips, who directed Hangover. I don't know the order of how they announced it, but yep, yep. Todd Phillips, who did Hangover yep. and a bunch of comedies. It's like, what's going on? And then Joaquin Phoenix, like, super good actor who usually does, like, smaller movies, mm-hmm. is cast as Joker. So it's like, what's happening? Yeah, it's a weird medley of of things. I would, I would say um, it's not so weird that DC was like, yeah, we're going to make a Joker standalone movie because they always do things wrong. <laughs> and yeah, it seemed wrong. So I was like, oh, they're just doing the normal thing. Which yeah. Is being wrong. But yeah, it's like, I wonder what I'm, I'm sure they saw like Todd Phillips and he's like, I make good movies. I make blockbusters, but comedies. Let me make Joker. I'm like, uh, okay, uh, you look like a decent guy. And then he's like, I got a trick up my sleeve. Mm. Joaquin. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Um, so, yeah. I, go ahead. What you say? I said, I was going to say, once I heard Joaquin was casted, I was like, I gave it my trust. Yeah. Just because I trust him to take roles that like he would think it's good. Yep. I don't think he would ever be an Avenger. Or at like, least he would make an interesting choice. Yeah. He he would if he doesn't pick movies that are good, he's still gonna make the role interesting. Yeah. Because he's such a good actor. And we saw that on Sunday night. Oh yeah. So what'd you think, Evan? We're watching it, right? <sighs> yeah. What'd you think as you were watching it? Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, this this show's spoilerific. Everyone's yeah. spoiler. Starting here. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. Uh amazing. Amazing. I loved it. You loved it. It's a at least top five comic book movie. I don't know where it would rank, mm. but it's top five. I, yeah, I, don't, I I really want to rewatch it. Yeah, it's definitely in the top ten for me. Uh, a rewatch would help better decide what I pick. Um, so what is this movie about? It's really just about a guy with a mental illness and then because he has that mental illness he doesn't he can't really succeed in life and the government and the rich don't really help him right he looks for help in two different spots yeah in all different spots from his mom in any way but he's really helpless like there's nothing that can be done that he's he so, can do. He's so debilitated that he's almost he's like bound to lose. Yeah. There's no win in his scenario. Uh 
Yeah. I feel like it's very, it's like a character study of someone with mental illness. Yeah. And just like the outcomes of like certain events. I feel like, oh man, I, I, I keep thinking of like what other people are saying and it's affecting me like. Well, if they're right and you're like, yeah. It's, no, it's not. They're the. Those guys, you know, those critics out there. Anyways, let's let's skip past that. Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. I mean, wow. Yeah. As he's doing things in the movie, I'm looking over at Ivan. I'm just like, this is great. This is great. Creepiest movie ever. Not ever, but like just way, way creepier than I was expecting. Uh Like the whole time I was like uh, cringing. Yep. Just from like how people would react to him, because yep. he's like, he's the guy like on the the bus station you kind of look away from, yep. Just because like you don't want him to hurt you, <laughs> like that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but when you see him talk and act, you just feel like you don't want to get near him. Right, right. I feel like. And it's it's been it's been said a lot, and it looks like it too. It's one of the more realistic versions of uh, a comic book story, right? Yeah. There's no super big explosions. Uh, there's no CGI almost. There's no. Uh, that's kind of how like, powers, like evil powers or cosmic aliens. That's how most of Batman is, like, and his villains, like they're not most of them aren't really super villains they're just villains yeah like i maybe like clayface he's like that giant monster Uh of clay but he's never he's never been in live action so you can't really use that but most like actual villains of his are like normal people who are smart crazy and just want to mess with batman right Mm -hmm. so it's a realistic take on on this guy his name's arthur fleck and he becomes the joker yeah and i think what's so unsettling about this his like acting and his and what disturbs us in a good way i think is that you can really see someone be like him yeah you can see how all the things that have happened to him made him who he is like to say it's right yeah yeah but like when you think of joker you're like before this, you're like, ah, oh, that can never happen. Like, no one's that crazy. Uh-huh. But then you see this, you're like, I kind of see why Joker exists. Like, you could see how someone could get to Joker A status. Point. Yeah. Like that. And that's how it kind of was like, it was like just that constant up uphill, or I guess downhill, whatever. It was constantly going to uphill that point. Battle. Yeah, to get to that point of being Joker. Oh, oh. It's a, a climax. Yeah. Where it keeps raising and raising the tension until it gets yeah. to that point where he becomes. Because he wasn't Joker for like most of the movie, like mm-hmm. mentally. Like right, m- right, more right. towards the end, that's when he was like, I'm Joker. And as he, that's a good point that you bring up. Like there's things that affect him that make him give him like different levels of Jokerness. Uh, and there's one particular scene, spoiler alert again, where he commits his first true crime where he kills three guys yeah three guys that for all intents and purposes are trying to beat him up yeah 
uh, he kills these guys and he almost transforms in that yeah. bathroom scene. Remember that? Yeah. And he starts to dance. That little dance that he does. I like how it was in sync with the music. So it's like you're in his head. Yep. Like you're super in his head. You hear exactly what he's hearing. Yep. You feel what he's feeling. And I think it's a it's sort of like a how do I say it? Like a I said transformation, but it's this thing that changes in him. Like he kills these people and he realizes like that felt good to me. It's like steps. And he begins to sort of morph, and his morphine is symbolized or represented in a dance. And it's uh, an incredible dance that he performs. It's not like, if I'm trying to describe <laughs> it's it. It's right not now, like a Jabberwocky. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a breakdance dance. It's like a, a interpretive dance. That yeah. Where he's moving his arms like in a flimsy way, and his body's contorting in different manners. Yep. And I find it like super when i saw it i was like oh man that's creepy that's amazing that's really it's like a release for him you could like feel that from that and then i i was listening i was listening to a podcast with the cinematographer of the movie and he was saying like uh that scene specifically it was uh the screenplay said he was just gonna hide the gun in the in the bathroom Mm -hmm. but the director's like you know what no we're gonna scrap that uh we're gonna do something different um, but no one can know what what's gonna happen. You just have to record it. And I think Todd Phillips, the director, and Joaquin were the only ones that knew it. But he started doing like this interpretive dance, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is weird." And, mm-hmm. But they just kept recording, and that wasn't in the script. But they just put that in because like that's mm-hmm. what felt right for that moment. Yeah, just because he was so Arthur was so like off the cuff, I guess like. I don't know how he, like, someone that mentally broken, uh-huh. I don't know how someone would react to killing, right? right? Right, Like, if I killed someone, maybe I would hide the gun, right? But if he killed someone being that mentally broken... You know, like, you don't know what he's going to do. Yeah. Is he going to Is he gonna laugh? Is he going to dance? Is he going to kill more people? Like, you don't know. Yep. Like, and it makes sense that he doesn't hide the gun. Like, anything else besides that makes sense. Yep. Another key, like, uh, I guess, plot point is that he wants to become, he's an aspiring comic. Yeah. He's a clown, like, as a profession, profession, but he wants to be a comic, and he's starting to perform, he, he wants to perform at comedy clubs, um, and his dream is to meet, uh, Murray, 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 who's a late, <laughs> Murray, who's a late night, uh, Talk show, uh, talk show host? Yeah. Playing that talk show host. Played by Robert De Niro, which is incredible. Side note on that. After seeing that part, the first scene, I was like, I want to watch Late Night. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Uh, I, was, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch some Fallon every night now. Uh, Did you ever watch those? I watched Conan. Yeah, I, I watched Conan. Too. I still sometimes like off and on, but not really. Saturday Night Live? Thing? No, there's devotees to that stuff. Every know? time I watched it, like most of it, I wouldn't even laugh. Like uh-huh. one, I would be like, uh-huh. "Yeah." I think it's more. I feel like a clip show. Like maybe I should watch it a week later when everyone says, "Oh, these are the good ones." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to watch the whole thing. Right. I want to go to one live. 
Yeah. But I wouldn't. I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> don't make me. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll pick up a new uh, hobby. Back to the task at hand. Um, so, a key moment in the movie is that Joaquin Joker. Uh, what's his name in the movie? Joker. Arthur. Arthur. He gets his first gig, and that gig as a stand-up, he does pretty badly. But he imagines it being good. Right, it was kind of bad at the start, but then it in his head it transforms into like a really good stand up set, yep, and then that set gets recorded and given to Murray, and Murray plays it on his late night show. He becomes like sort of this like meme, yeah, this like viral clip, yeah, in the eighties culture, <laughs> whatever that could be, <laughs> whatever that was, and that sort of triggers him in a way, right? Yeah, like another breaking point. Another breaking point. Because um, they're playing the clip just to make fun of him because he's a really bad comic. He gets fired from his job Yep. because he has a gun at a <laughs> children's hospital that fell out of his pocket. And he gets blamed. Like, his own coworker gave him that, and the coworker ratted him out. Yeah. Which And even up. worse, he was like, oh, the coworker said... You wanted to buy that gun. Right, right, right. But in reality, the coworker's like, you got robbed last week. Here, take a gun. Protect yourself. So it's like all these things just keep bringing them down and down. Good old Joker can't get a... What's his name? I keep forgetting. Arthur? Oh, my God. Arthur, Arthur Fleck. Yeah. And then there's another thing about his mom. Oh, the, that whole like weird subplot. Can you give that to us while I take a sip of my brandy? <laughs> Soda water, actually. Well, his mom is trying to contact Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad, uh, saying, like, oh, your son needs help. He's mentally disturbed. But Arthur didn't know that. He, like, intercepted a letter to him, read it, and then confronted his mom, and all that happened. So then he tries to confront uh, Thomas Wayne. So he goes into this like theater right and he says oh my mom i'm your son and uh, all that he's like no your mom's literally insane yeah she went to arkham asylum yep she imagined all of it and he's like no no so then say this to me yeah you people so then he goes to arkham gets like the report steals it and he reads like oh he was like super abused as a kid and his mom's super crazy so that's like the final well like Almost final, but like yeah, a big old yeah, and it's like another thing that sets someone off, and it's it's um, I've always said this like to people, and to yeah, to people I guess to friends, family, who complain about people that are mean or bad or like mad at them or evil. They think they're evil. I'm like, well, they're only doing that because of how they're raised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people only do things of because of how they're raised. Everything we are is because of everything we were taught and shown. And Albert is just another reflection of that. Arthur? Right? Arthur. <laughs> just check it if you're listening. What the heck? <laughs> I know. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> Arthur is just another reflection of that. Of like, you can only do so much as a human. Yeah. And you're going to be influenced by everything. More so if you're like 
abused as a kid. What do you expect from someone? You expect someone to be an angel? Mm-hmm. We all have our defects and more so people who are abused at a young age. And the thing is, like, he could have been not fixed, but help, helped because he was abused. Let's say that was inevitable. If he had the, like, support from the government or the rich, he could have had that social worker for longer that was helping him. Maybe better medication, better doctors, better quality of living, better quality of living for his mom. And all that couldn't happen because he was poor and couldn't not be poor. Because he had mental illness. Yeah. And also it's like government cut the funding for his meds. Yeah. For all meds almost in that area, I guess. Yeah. And affected him. He stopped taking meds. Yep. So it's like there's a the government is obviously not helping the people who need help. Who most need help. Yeah. And, like, it's not just him. Like, the people in that, um, where he lives, like, in that whole area, like, they're all slightly going through what he's going through. Not as bad as him. Like, he's the the worst of the worst, I guess. But everyone else is, like, poor. Like, they can't get out of it. And it shows, like, once he kills those, uh, those, like, college people or whatever. Yeah. Like, everyone's, like, all the poor people are like, yeah, kill the rich. Yep. Because they're, like, sick of it. Yep. But if you, like, properly supported them, nobody would have supported the killing of them. Correct. So just, like, fanning the flames and, like, everyone just slowly, like, rising up to this, like, boiling point until, like, the Joker becomes a Joker and then there's, like, riots and all that. And I think that's, like... uh sort of a analogy of where we're at as a culture. Yeah. Cuz I think what he's saying there is like all right, we didn't support minorities for a long time or that that be uh gay, lesbian, African Americans, Latinos. And now since they have been abused so much, now they're going to uprise, uproar over anything, you know? Yeah. And it's similar to what the people of Gotham are going through in the movie where it's like something bad happens or something happens and they see it as like something they have to speak out against. Like people will only take the abuse for so long. Right. Before like it'll get violent. Right. And there's another similarity which I was saying earlier is like people put out these videos of people getting hurt or people looking stupid and they become memes and they get social, uh, socially Instagrammed, shamed. Okay. Stuff like that, you know? And we don't think twice about it. We just laugh at it or like keep swiping. But these people have lives. Mm-hmm. And Arthur Fleck. Got it right? Yeah. Yes. He's like that. He's a symbol of that, right? Yeah. A symbol of someone today in society getting like bullied, cyber bullied. Yep. Just he's inter uh interweaving all these different things that are happening in today our and current society. And it's all happened like like you said with minorities like back then. Like uh 
with like Martin Luther King and all that, like they were taking the abuse for so long and then eventually he had to come along and like say, no, this isn't right and all that stuff. And then riots happen and all that. Right. Yeah. And that's like that boiling point. Like they'll, people only, people will only take abuse for so long until they'll speak up or worse. And hopefully it only gets to speak up. Yep. I think I got my analogy earlier wrong. I want to take it back. What if, um, Arthur Fleck Joker is sort of like a stand in a stand in for Trump. He is Trump. Yeah. Where like Trump is saying like I'm going to say whatever I want and because I'm right cuz this is right. And then there's like white supremacists that are like, "Yeah, we've been like shamed for too long. We can say whatever we want. This is a free country. We can do this, we can do that." I could I I could see it that way but I think it's more of like poor people with mental illness uh-huh. not like white supremacy like oh this is the leader we need right 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 well it's not also white supremacy well, it's also like uh white people in general oh no you know what I mean yeah like uh the southern white not I don't want to pigeonhole anyone but I'm just saying like there's a lot of white people that feel like they're being persecuted, persecuted for being white, you know, and he's the and Joker's the guy saying, like, no, I'm going to do what I want because this is what you've got. You've guys done to me. So I'm going to do something back. And it's almost like that hostility is what we see right now in society. We're like, someone's getting pushed. They're going to push back. They're not just going to take it. I don't know. It's a, a intricate theory, but yeah, I see that. But also, Arthur and his type of people—they've like actually suffered. Whereas, true, the the white people you're talking about—not all white people, but the ones you're talking about—it's more like uh, we can't do specific things or like. We have to be politically correct. And they're like, oh, that's infringing on my rights. Like, right. does it matter that much? Yep. Like, there's people who are actually suffering because of what you're saying. And you just want to keep being the way you're being, where it's easier to just not say that and have people not suffer. Right. <laughs> what do you think about... Uh music in this movie it was good there's some things that stand out to me the only one i'm not sure about is when he was dancing on that stairs like uh-huh. that song it was a i forgot the song but it was really popular rock and roll part two sure yeah i felt i was just listening to that before i mean i i like the scene but maybe a different song maybe not too popular because it felt like uh like in Forrest Gump with the with the helicopters flying uh, by, that yeah. one song. Yep. It felt like the like that song just feels overused. That song is infamous for being used at like uh, baseball games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Soccer games, football games, all kind of games like that. Um, and it's also famous now for being a controversial song because the artist that made it is like a pedophile, <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense then. Like, Joker's a bad guy. Like, they use a bad person song. Uh Uh-huh. 
Okay. I, I, but I think what he's... I'm not sure if he's this smart, Todd Phillips. Or right. I don't want to offend him, but uh, I feel like he did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. He's like, this guy's a bad guy. Joker's <laughs> a bad guy. I'm going to play this incredibly catchy song and see <laughs> if you start liking Joker. Right? Like, yeah. see if you, like, agree with him in this moment. And you sort of do because it's like an awesome song and he's yeah. like dancing. You're and like, he's like oh. finally happy. Yeah. And you're like, you're getting into it and you're like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't be dancing to this because he's just killed some people. Yeah. But then it's like he's sort of trolling us. Cause he's like, oh, if you think that's bad of me playing the song while he just committed a heinous crime, why is it OK for you guys to listen to the song at like? football games and go yeah yeah when this guy who made the song is like the whole scene is evil in a way yeah this the the scene is evil the song is evil if you don't like it because of joker you shouldn't like it because it's at a fo- football game when yeah the guy that made it is a bad guy that'd be cool if he did that on purpose yeah gotta ask him i guess there's <laughs> some incredible shots in this movie this movie to me looks so juicy. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was in heaven. Uh, unrelated, I guess, but it's kind of weird how disgusting he made smoking look. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's just a, like a dick. Yeah. Whereas, like, I was thinking about this during the movie, but like Mad Men, they make smoking look so good. Yeah. Or this movie, it's like, I will never smoke ever just because <laughs> yeah. he makes it look so depressing and dirty and dark. Yep. But it's just cool how like the same action is like just two different sides of the same yep. coin. Yep. Yep. Uh, one of the things I liked uh, that he did was sort of like a visual rep- uh, analogy. He Joker was always climbing up those stairs. Right? Yeah, yeah. And he's always yeah. like depressed while he's climbing up. And then when he's happy and coming down the stairs as Joker, he's like coming down and he's super happy, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, it symbolized like he's trying to come up to like the good place, like, and he's struggling. But when oh, he comes yeah, down, yeah. down like, to hell, that's when he place, feels right. That's when he feels right. And I was like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like it too. And there's like, there's crazy shots where it just looks so good. Like the framing where he's always like right in the middle of the, of the scene. Um, and he's not really pretty to look at like before he, like when he turns into Joker, he looked cool. Uh huh. But like the whole time before you like this guy, he's so creepy looking. Super skinny. Yeah. And the way he contorts his body when he's shirtless. Like, there's a scene when he was, like, fixing his shoes. Uh-huh. He looked like a disgusting spider. Yep. Just, like, contorted and gross. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Let's see what else I got here. Got a little notebook. Um, the twist. Which Zazie one? Beats. Was Zazie Beats? Oh, yeah. Um, his love interest throughout the whole movie. He meets her at an elevator, and she sort of, like talks to him in the elevator and just from that one conversation he made a whole life with her in his head but throughout the movie you don't know that you just see him going on dates with her yep and talking to her and then eventually she's with him when his mother's dying so it's like oh wow they're like a couple 
But the whole time, everyone, everyone, I'm assuming in the theater is like him and her. Like, yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. Correct. Because he's weird and creepy and stuff. Yeah. Like what does she see in him? Right. And then towards the end, they're like, oh, they weren't actually together. He imagined like, everything. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. Did you like that? Personally, like the twist or yeah. her inclusion in the movie? I I was reading online and I'm pretty 50-50 on this, but I, they were saying like maybe don't include that little montage of him looking back. Yeah. You saw that too? but No, but I know what you mean. Because before that, she was like, your name's Arthur, right? Uh-huh. So that, like, that itself uh, shows like that they never met. Yeah. Like don't help the, don't think the audience is so dumb. Yeah. But it it was still cool to see like. Yes how fake it was yeah so i'm not that's why i'm 50 50 like maybe an extra line and then not show the montage but yeah the montage did give us a little like not insight but it, it made me like oh yeah that's right that could have been yeah uh i was gonna say something dang it um late show batman oh okay yes so i think the thing I didn't like about this movie, which actually makes it not a masterpiece in my eyes, is the inclusion of the whole uh, the Wayne family. Oh, I think that was just like I felt, yeah, like Warner Brothers being like, Batman, yeah, we Batman. need to have this and include it. Maybe a little less. Like I think Thomas Wayne was important. Like have him he do was. that stuff. Maybe I don't think they needed uh, Bruce Bruce in there. No, they didn't. Um, I would have been perfectly fine without no Waynes in this family. Maybe like at the end, give us like a little, like, also like, or just sprinkle him in like in the TV, you know, like as in the news. But other than that, I didn't want him. In the last scene where like they get shot and killed again for like the fifth time. (laughs) Exactly. They could have taken that out, like just imply it, like that. It. If you read the comic books, like it's pretty well known that uh, the Waynes get killed at the after they watch the Zorro, Zorro play. Uh-huh. They could have just had them like walk out, like in the background, and you see like the muzzle flare in like an alley. Right. That would have been nice. So it's not like oh god, another one. But it felt like a too a little too obvious. Like they didn't need to put that in there. I think that's when the movie lagged too, like when they were, when he was like at the, um, whenever I guess Thomas Wayne was in the movie, I felt like sort of bored by it. I wanted to see more Joaquin or things that led up to who he is or talk more about him or some more Brian Kellen. But that last scene when he was like waking up on the car and everyone was around him. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. So like basic, just the whole shot. Basically, at the end of the movie, the climax. The climax was, was really good. Yeah. Like the whole scene where he's at Maury and mm-hmm. arguing with Maury. And it's just incredible. Well, let's do that first. And then we'll talk. So he gets invited on to Maury because of his viral clip. And he's like, yeah. Murray. Be, what? Murray. Murray. Murray late night. And he goes on, and Murray's, like, basically, like, hey, they talked to him beforehand, saying, like, this is what we want you to do. He's like, yeah, sure, sounds good. He's like, why do you have the clown face? You're not associated with the 
political unrest that's going on. He's like, no, yeah. no, no, just I like it. It represents who I am. And then Maurice Lee was like, all right. And then he's like, wait, one last thing. Can you make sure just call me, introduce me as Joker? And you can tell right there. It's like, oh, this is going to go bad. Yeah. Uh, without giving up too much, there's an incredible scene where he's dancing again. And that's like. Yeah, like he's, it's in the trailer. It's in but the trailer, yeah. It's like when they're opening the curtains. Yep. And the trailer, they just show like a little bit of dancing. But that whole like lead up to him starting the dance, that like contortion. And people are like looking at them, like the two yep. like camera people. They're like, what the heck? Yeah. And he's like slowly like. It looks like he's coming out of his shell almost. Another analogy, right? Yeah. Or like more like a butterfly in a cocoon yep. just because it's so like. Yeah. Like grotesque looking. And yeah. then he's just like dancing. Yep. And he comes out. Comes gets, out. Gets on a little chair. And he's like the, the best guest ever. Gets on the chair. Oh, and he, he kisses that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one random lady. Makes out with the older lady with the crowd hoots and hollers. And basically he comes. He comes clean and he says he's the guy that killed the the wall street guys yeah and uh, the, the they want to cut the, the scene they want to cut the show right there but murray's like you know what i'm gonna just interview this i guy. feel it, that was a little weird like in real life i don't think they would have correct continue to play that and then he starts like talking about why he does the things he does and who he is i feel like this is where i'm not i'm torn I'm torn whether or not they should have done this. Well, it's basically it? he's like, he's giving out the theme of the movie. Oh. In the speech, which I guess is valid because he's like coming clean and he wants to confront yeah. all these people on live TV. But it sort of makes it. I think he needed to do that for the television. Like. How so? For the people watching at home? Yeah. Like. True. For the people. Like, the poor people, they already know why. But for the probably, like, high middle class and above, they're like, what the heck is he doing? And then he explains, like, you guys have been living too well yeah. while we've been dying. Yeah. So I feel like he's more talking to an audience there. But it was a little too, like... Heavy-handed. Yeah, but I don't see how... There, I guess he needed no other way, right? Yeah, he needed to be a leader in that moment. Yeah. I mean, it, he didn't need to be, but it ended up helping him become a leader. Yeah, yeah, yes. I don't, and I also I don't think he was vouching for the poor and the. Uh, I know what you mean. Disenfranchised. I think he was speaking for himself, and that's just what he became. Yeah, like, like he was telling the audience, like, "This is why I am what I am." And everyone resonated with that. There's a word for it, like, not arrogant, but maybe, like, selfish. It's a... Because the whole movie, he's he pretty much lucked his way to getting to, to that point. Yes. Like, he's lucky people wanted those college people, Wall Street people, dead. Mm -hmm. And he's lucky that they made him into an icon before that. Yeah. And he's lucky to get on the Murray show. Yep. And, yeah, but he didn't, in, like, in everyone else's perspective, like, he planned all this. But we know this was all luck, and he's actually, like, a really sad person. Yep. Like, not, like, mentally sad, but you look at him like, oh, that's, that's, you're sad. Mm -hmm. But 
it's just cool to see that like from our perspective we see that but everyone else is like this god right right who's right. just making the change we need yep violently but a Drop. god maybe you know what i mean a little bit like oh th- here's this guy that's doing this thing that he's saying it's for the good and people are like yeah it's for the good but it's just I so much noise it's like another side of the coin i think like i don't want to get too political here but with trump i feel like it's if he was the joker in this situation like uh his followers would be also the bad white people who like agree with like uh bring back racism or whatever right where that's wrong right but joker and the poor people but it's wrong for the people to revolt and well yeah hurt people and beat uh loot and yeah you know like it's just another type of evil but it's a i guess i'm just saying like joker trump and then actual joker like joker trump would be wait what do you mean joker trump like trump being the joker like Uh that's what you're saying right like it's kind of a analogy a loose analogy for Uh trump yes i'll just say trump and joker okay trump i lost my train of thought you're saying i think what you're trying to say is if joker is trump his supporters, Joker supporters, should be more evil. In theory. I'm saying Joker actual Joker has a point with the with poverty. Trump doesn't, basically. Like with that, with whatever he's saying. I can see that. Yeah. I so guess I can see that. It could be analogy, yeah. but Joker has like an actual point. Yep. And this all leads to Joker. So Joker goes on a tirade in front of a live studio audience. He's Kills like on Robert the, De Niro. And he's like on the point of crying the whole time, yeah. which is like super cool. It's beautiful. Kills Robert De Niro. Uh, he gets arrested. Um, don't want to be too detailed because I don't want to recant the movie here. But there's an incredible scene where after he gets arrested, he gets broken out and he just glorified in front of all of his, all of these people that are looting on the streets, and he's finally like the center of attention that he's always needed, you know, yeah. in the back of his head. And he's dancing in the middle of a crowd, and his his actions are being glorified, and he's like, "Oh, see, I did do the right thing." Then he gets arrested, like, and, gets and like right there, I feel like that's the point where he's actually Joker. Like that's when he's like, "This is what I need to." kill people and then have my followers love me just because it's it's the right thing to do i don't even think he sees these people as followers an audience audience yeah he sees them as like oh these people like my performance yeah i see that it's it's weird like you could see the movie or him in two ways like the audience's point of view or his point of view from his point of view he's a comic he's like uh a leader i guess yeah but to him to the audience to like a god who's gonna bring us up right bring us change yeah yeah um 
I think this movie's a nine, a solid nine. I can see that. I don't know if it's. I need to watch it again, honestly. Yeah. Um. Now I want to talk about like what the critics are saying, just to give them some fuel to the fire, you know. So, there's basically three big things that people are complaining about. One of the things is that this movie could incite violence. Good. Good. Um, they think because of. Uh, they 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 basically think that they're uh the director's glorifying the Joker's actions. No, in a good way. He's not, because like the whole time you see how much of a sad person that guy is. Correct. Like, it's a character study. Yeah. And as they're following this guy, he ends up killing people, and that's just what this person does. He's a sham. It's no different from, I mean, like, Thanos does something bad. He kills half of the population. (laughs) And everyone loves him. They don't love him, but they don't complain about it like they do this. Like, literally genocide. And granted, he doesn't do it with a gun, which it is possible in this world to do, grab a gun and kill someone. But I guess it is more realistic in that sense. But, I mean, this has been done in thousands of movies and continues to happen in thousands of movies today. And people don't give it the light of attention that Joker does. But I get it. Joker has been notorious like in the D- Dark Knight screening. People were killed in the movie theater. But for that one, the guy wasn't even inspired by Joker. He was just like doing it because it was a big audience. Yep. He just wanted to kill the most people possible. Which it was the Dark Knight premiere. Um... That's what I want to say about that. Okay. That there's no... Don't filter something just because you think it's bad. Don't and if try you're, to cancel something just because you think it's bad. If you're scared, fix mental health. Like, Correct. That's the point of the movie. Yeah. Like, if you don't want that to happen, do something about it. Yeah. Don't just tell people not to watch it. Yep. They'll make it worse. It's like... You can't just hide things under the rug. Yeah. That doesn't solve anything. People are going to find the dirt under the rug and like they're going to call you out for it. Yep. Another thing. So, a lot of people have been complaining about that this movie's about nothing. Have you heard about that? That they're like this there's no there's no uh, plot to this movie. It's just it's just like provocation. Like that he's just provoking people. But aren't like character studies that yeah, like it's just about a person. It's about a person. Like I don't really get the idea that like this movie isn't really telling any kind of like true plot, but there, it's following this guy's life in a p- particular time period. That's a plot, and it's also if you think about it in like a bigger sense, it's the origin of why Gotham is the way it is. Like Gotham is notorious for being like the worst of the worst, and that's why Batman is made because he wants to fix Gotham. This is pretty much why Gotham, or how Gotham became that horrible place. Right. So it is about like the yeah. ca- the character, but it's also an origin of Gotham in a way. Yep. And I saw another thing where they're like, "This movie doesn't have a theme. Like the director isn't trying to say anything with this movie." But I think the idea is like, not even Joker knows what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. We're trying to give 
reason to madness. Yeah. But there's no reason to madness. There's multiple reasons why someone becomes mad. But at the end of the day, what they do, there's no reason to it. So to try to give it a reason is ludicrous, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that the idea of like uh, Todd Phillips, he's not really pushing for a, a certain... He's not giving us a central theme for this. And he's not wrapping the theme up at the end of the movie. I think that's like, first of all, false. Because mm-hmm. like the theme is like, help mental madness yeah and that too like helping that or not even helping them it's like seeing it you saw it now what are you going to do about it right and another thing which i just lost you didn't write it down uh no i was like two things he was trying to do with that madness and uh yeah i guess it's just it's lost in the wind now there it goes. And the okay, and the last thing I want to talk about is people are, are not are knocking this movie because they think it's a ripoff of Taxi Driver. And a lot of Martin Scorsese picks. And I think it's influenced by it, but it's obviously not Taxi Driver. Yeah. Like it's influenced it. It's influenced by it, but I don't think it's directly copying it. It's it's really like a, it's a blueprint. Yeah. Not even a blueprint. It's a pastiche. They're just, just what it's the a, heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said it. It's a... Um, it just influence. It's influence. You didn't go like, I want to remake that, but let me put Joker in it. You didn't do that. Did... Like... And that Quentin that? is influenced by stuff. Yeah. Everyone's influenced by stuff. Kanye rips people off and switches the flow and people are okay with that. And it should be that should be okay because he's doing something different. He reinvents it to something else. And like with a movie like with this movie's message is like way more important than it not being made just cuz it's a rehash. Like you really don't want I guess you really don't want this made just because it's going to be a a remake of Taxi Driver. But when its message is this important, I think a remake is necessary, even though it's not a remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? A reinterpretation. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I really think, like, after seeing this, people should think about, like, crazy homeless people that they see every day walking to work or walk away faster and just look at them and say like oh there's things that happen to this person that didn't happen to me and that's why they're there and i'm here can i do something about it i don't know but now i should like, think we about could that we could be there way. it just we got, were born into the other parent i don't know you we, know we got lucky yep not them but they could they don't need luck if the government slash rich people would put in the money to help them. And even so, I mean, good luck, you know? Yeah. Years of abuse. Yeah, you besides need, that. You need, like, deep psychology. But if they put in that money now, in, like, 100 years or so, 
like that mental health problem right. is going to be way, way lower. Yeah, 1% every day. Yeah. Getting better 1% every day, you'll eventually be better than you were yesterday, at least. Any final thoughts about this one? Um, I liked the explanation for his laugh. Yes, that was good. Because in... There's never... I'm, not that I'm aware of. I've never heard of an explanation why he laughs. Yeah. Like, everything. Yep. It's just cool to see, like, oh, it's a mental... Condition. Yeah, a condition. A condition. And he does it when he's nervous or whatever. But just cool to see that. Also, know? he laughs... When other people laugh, he does a fake laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one scene when he's in the comedy club, he's, like, looking around, like, ha, 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 ha. But like his, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like a real laugh. Yep. But that's cool. That was good. Yeah, yeah. It's a good little, uh, subtle thing he added to the character. Anything else? I like the funny moments. It was weird. Like it was really dark humor. I felt like I was the only one laughing at the theater. Maybe. <laughs> it's because it's hard to know whether it's okay to laugh or not. Like that one, the the midget scene when he's like trying to help him out. I heard people. That's the part I got more offended by anything. Not, I don't think it was offensive that it was in the movie, but I think it's like people in the theater were laughing. And I'm like, that's not funny, man. Like, <laughs> like he can't help himself there. I think that's but, like a real person. That was the point of it. Like dark exactly. humor, though, and that's Joker. I, no, I don't think that was dark humor. I think that was put in the movie to to be like. I bet you audience people are going to laugh at this, but they shouldn't laugh at this. Why is it okay for you guys to laugh at this and not at the other parts in the movie? I laughed at everything, though. <laughs> and you're just a bad person. Yeah. No, but I, I think that's it's right. It's okay for you. Well, technically, it's not okay for you to laugh, and I'm okay with you laughing at that. But I want people, and I'm sure he wants people to see, like, that's a bad thing to laugh at. But that's a question you got to ask the director. True, because I, I can't really think for him, but I'm just guessing that he's... I just think it was supposed to be dark humor, like really dark humor, because uh-huh. it's Joker. Yeah. Like, Joker is notorious for like like that bang uh, yep. with gun. a little flag, and then like an actual gun shoots him. Yep. Like that's super dark humor, right? Yeah. I think that's what he was trying to do, just add horrible dark humor to... The movie, mm-hmm. and so you would have like uncomfortable laughter yep. at points. It's a really good movie. It might be a nine point five. I have to go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say nine, maybe like at worst eight point five. I still have to rewatch. Uh-huh. It's just hard to keep my opinions as my opinions. Like I read too much, and like I don't know if it's me thinking, like me being too influenced or not. Yeah. I have to rewatch. And I think people who talk about this movie in a negative way, in terms of like, it's not a good movie because of this, this, and this, I think it's because they were, they were expecting more and they were like on the new cycle, constantly expecting like the best movie ever. Expectations, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I lost some friends in the podcast world because of this. Like, I, I seriously got mad at like some news some like blogs i read i'm like yeah oh my god you just gotta look at it in like a bubble kind of i know there's been influence and stuff but just watch the movie 
is it a good movie on its own? And I think the the most annoying thing, people are like, oh, it's not a nine. It's like an eight. Like, But they say it like negatively, right. like a negative eight. Like right. an eight's good. You're really going to complain that it's not a masterpiece when it's like still really good? Like people are just complaining that it's not perfect. Right. Where like most Avengers movies aren't perfect. Yep, but they don't say the same thing. Yeah, it was they're fun movies. It's a different grading scale. They're yeah, for some reason, it sucks. Um, who's a better Joker? Why do you ask that? Uh, it's tough. It's tough. I think if you give Heath Ledger a chance, chance he would have done a really good job in a standalone movie. I don't think it's fair to say. Um, anyone's better than anyone. Technically, Joaquin's performance is better than any other Joker performance as a whole. Yeah, because there's more to see. You see all that. And he is performing very hard. And He's like acting hard, whereas <laughs> uh, Heath Ledger's Joker wasn't... He wasn't acting too hard. Like He did do it's, some matters. It's because we saw... Arthur, most of the movie, mm-hmm. like 90% of the movie, and then 10% is Joker. Yep. And I guess we saw that with Dark Knight, 10% of the movie was Joker. But it's just tough because I don't know if that 10% of the Joker is better than Heath Ledger's Joker. Right. But do you consider that whole performance? Oh, you do that. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a null argument. Like, there's nothing to talk about there because, like, it's in, impossible. Yeah, definitely better than um. Uh, but they're both really good jokers. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Like, maybe it's just not better. They're just two different jokers that are really good. Yeah, we're lucky. Yeah, we're lucky fanboys. Yeah. Uh, Jared. Piece of trash. I want to see what he could have done. Imagine. I'm like one of the few people that like Suicide Squad. I don't remember it. I was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I watched it, but I don't remember what happened. I'm a weird guy. It's an entertaining Period. movie. Oh. Well, Captain Marvel, I hate. But that's because Women. I think I did the opposite. Like, it, It's like woman power, and I'm like... Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's a good movie. Oh, yeah. It like was under all t- for feminism, uh, but yeah, I don't like it. I don't like any idea when it's pushed down my throat. <laughs> I guess that's what people are mad about Joker too, which is weird because I'm being contradictory. I don't know. I feel like mental health issues are more important than feminist issues. Yeah, because they're more all-encompassing right yeah because if you fix mental health issues you'll probably fix feminist issues too some feminist yeah yeah cool that's it that's it bro that's joker people i hope you like that do we have anything that we've been watching other than that um i've been trying to finish star trek again oh nice i got stuck because there's parts where they're like it was too ham-fisted yeah like they're like oh we found this world what it's like nazi germany 
and then or another one's like oh they have nuclear bombs Sh- should they use it stuff like that yeah it's like all right i get it yeah like we all we think the same i don't need to be told this again yep but then later on they kind of went past that and went more spacey so i'm back in that i started mr robot because i heard Ooh. the last season's coming out uh-huh so i'm trying to finish that before the last episode airs of this one is it good yeah eight uh yeah dang how do you watch that hulu amazon prime okay gotta get on that i've only seen two but two episodes yeah oh wow <laughs> but it's good like the first episode i was like all right uh-huh. but I th- i'm still like but everything i've watched so far is like this is a good this is a good show uh-huh like well, yeah, when it first came out, everyone was like raving about it. Yeah. And it's kind of in the same line as Joker. Like, if you watch it, they have the same theme, really. Right, right. Like the disenfranchised. Yeah. So I kind of like that about it. So it pairs well. I've been slowly watching Top Boy. I really recommend it. Like, it's getting better. <laughs> and it's like cinematography, the music. Uh, You know, Brian Eno? He's like famous for his like ambient soundtracks okay for movies he's in the he has the his music in the show and it's really good okay you'll watch it one day right yeah uh west wing i started getting tired of it but <laughs> it's so wholesome that i can't let it go uh, uh what else i think that's it i've been trying to like consume only certain things like you, you were saying because it's better like i've been listening to a lot of joker stuff because like i want to really like focus on that that instead of like random stuff but i'm trying to minimalize my life that's good like right now i want my my hobby to be watching either star trek or or uh miss robot uh-huh. just so i have like a focus and then I'll do my own stuff like work or whatever. Yeah. And then if a game comes out, I'll put that on hold, play the game. Like, I don't want to. My issue is that I juggle too many hobbies at once. Everyone's, right? No, my issue. Oh. It's it's uh, it's the culture we're in and, like, the things that are available to us on like, computers. And, like, it's too much. But I'm kind of liking it just because I, I, I'm feeling like I'm enjoying things more. Yeah. Just because I can... Like, before I would see a game, like, oh, that looks interesting. I'll get it. Now I'm like, let me look at it, see how <laughs> the reviews are and stuff like that. That way I don't have to. Prove like, to me that I should get you. Yeah. Same with shows. Like, if I'm not if I'm not watching, like, Star Trek or whatever, I'll watch, like, a rerun of, like, an old show that I haven't watched in a while. Uh-huh. Just so I have, like, a hobby there. And I also want to read again, but that's another thing. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I would love to, like, wake up in the morning, read for, like, an hour (laughs) with a cup of coffee Uh, and eating, like, a bagel. uh, Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. That's life, baby. Any music? Waiting. Kanye's album. Kanye can kiss my butt right now. Travis single? You hear that? I like the end the most. Yeah. I felt like that's what... It reminded me of old Travis. Like, really 
like melodic beats i guess yeah like not so trappy more like artsy yeah beautiful yeah yeah i want more of that but i don't think we're gonna get that travis back nah he gone he needs to just collaborate with producers more he just he's working with rappers too much you think i think it's the opposite what do you mean i think he needs to like be his own producer and like oh well i guess that yeah that that's i feel like that's the main goal but i don't think he's gonna do that it's too easy he knows how to make hit songs Uh, he got the blueprint and he has money and he saw money and he's like oh i like money like me with the google contracts i'm like oh that's money i'm selling out i'm selling out out. i don't know i feel like wouldn't you not be fulfilled like just in the portion of yourself I think that you're always going to be unfulfilled because if you do it, if you do interesting, creative music, it doesn't sell. Yeah, but he can do both. Why don't people see the brilliance of this? But he can't do both. You can't do both. Why not? Birds in the Trap sing Brad Brad, Brad McKnight. Birds in the Trap sing about McKnight. Something like that. That didn't make as much money as. That was closer to Astroworld than. uh, Astroworld, yeah. But, I mean, in sound, it was closer to Astroworld than Rodeo. That was kind of like the between them almost. Mm-hmm. But that one felt like more hitty. Sure. Rodeo is a little a way more artsy. Yep. But I'm saying, why doesn't he do like EPs of Rodeo style and then have his regular stuff? Because then you don't have as much content. Because he wants to give you like cohesive packages and not like dirt. But he's made his money. Why can't he just go back? <laughs> I don't, don't. Okay. I think the uh, you should listen, to little TJ. He's good. Who the heck is that? It's the guy that texted you, and you're like, who that? <laughs> <laughs> well, and obviously you didn't listen to him. He raps like uh, me- melodic, and he raps well. Like it's not just like. Mumble, it's like okay. I've been listening to a lot of Wu Tang lately, it's so good. I'm a little tired of rappers. I feel like nothing new has happened in the past year. That's why I'm going back to the hits. I'm doing the same thing, like, I'm going back to like the classic albums, and I'm like sticking there. I think I'm just tired of like young thugs trap like influence, yeah, like too much gonna little baby. I like little baby, but gonna's I hate gonna. Yeah, it's just really the like, same flow every time. Yeah. It's too much of that. Like over the past like three years, I feel. Yeah. They need to copy someone else. Um Uzi Bert. Keep him in the trash. <laughs> I'm tired of his persona. <laughs> I have been, but go. He just posts photos of his outfits now. And he's so happy. And I'm like, you know what? Well, if he's happy, then fine. But I don't want him to be like, nobody loves my music anymore. I'm quitting. I don't think he likes music. Then then if he's done, he's done. He likes being rich and wearing weird clothes. But then, you know, in like a year, he's going to be like, I just realized clothes isn't isn't my life. I think it's more so like he needs money and he's going to try that and his music is going to be good. Uh, That's why people like 
Kanye, Drake, um, Future. We should really like give them a lot of credit. Cause Do you think? I feel like that's almost out. Like that more concentrated, consistent. Yeah, consistent work. Like now, I feel like even Chance. I mean, Chance like fell off. Yeah. I love Chance's new. Like, I want to be like Chance. I want to be like wholesome and good, and I want to be Christian. Make bad it. albums. That's it. And make gospel albums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Music's weird. Yeah. I hope it's just a phase. Everything's a phase. We'll see what <laughs> the next phase is. Yeah. I have anything else? I'm getting hungry. No. People, we love you. Thank you for listening. This was Películas with the Bros. We talked about Joker. We talked about Joker a lot. Best movie of the year? We'll see. Yes. The final the final podcast of the year is going to be uh, best movie, best awards of the year. We'll do like Academy Awards. I didn't watch movies there, bro. I haven't watched Spider-Man. I haven't watched Spider-Man either. or John Wick. Uh, John Wick is okay. Take it back. I want to watch Spider-Man. One day. We'll be back next week with a new movie. We don't know what movie that is just yet, but thank you for listening. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, a bunch of different services. Check us out. Leave a comment wherever you want. We'll talk to you. We'll talk back. Uh, My name is Adrian. My name is Ivan. See you next week. Bye. Bye.